What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Marathon. I am your co-host, Ben Rayside, and today we're back in the MCU with Avengers Age of Ultron. We took a little detour last week. We were with Big Hero 6. Go check out that podcast. It was great. It was excellent to dive into our first of three technically animated features so far on this Marvel movie marathon, but now we're back in the MCU with the kind of conclusion to Phase 2 in Avengers Age of Ultron, and we're going to be talking and breaking down this film putting it into our ranking, but I'm not the only one doing that alone. As you can see here, we got our two co-hosts, the men who make this show possible with the Marvel Movie Marathon. First off, Mr. Ethan Wenschloff. Ethan, how are you doing? I'm doing great, boys. I'm super happy to be back in this room talking to you guys about an MCU movie, Age of Ultron. This movie's very divisive. People are going to get very heated, very angry. So, Micah, would you please sing me a lullaby? Real quick, give me a lullaby. Sounds getting low, man. <laughs> Sounds getting real low. It's getting real low. We also have Micah Head. Micah, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Ben, Ethan, in another life, I would have really just loved to see the Avengers lose. Just once. Mm. Just once, I wanted them to lose to Ultron. That would have been so awesome. Whoa. Okay. That's an... <laughs> Interesting take. I wanted the world to, to end right then and there. <laughs> wait, <laughs> you get, wouldn't wait that be so sick? Wait a minute, hold on, because we get we get that wish in the next Avengers movie. Yeah, the Avengers I, know. I gotta wait. So are you you're on the side of the homicidal robot who oh, wants to throw not like uh, in the real world? But it'd been in cool this to movie, see. it, it would have been cool to see. Wow. Okay. Right. Apocalyptic, you know, an actual the, age yeah. of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Then that, what if? What if? Ponder the question with me, gentlemen. Ponder the question. That's fair. That is definitely fair. If you, I think you should go, well, first you should go and watch the What If episode, I would say. Mm-hmm. But if you're really looking for that, just go read the comic. If you're looking for an age of Ultron. But we're going to be focusing on the, the week that Ultron was alive in the MCU in Avengers Age of Ultron. So, look forward to that. Was I would ask you guys, leave a like on this one. That would be great. If you're watching on YouTube, that would be awesome. But gentlemen, let's just uh, let's just get into it, boys. I got a lot I want to say for Avengers Age of Ultron. Ethan was right, it is very divisive. So let's just get into it. Let's open our sling rings and head over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Sent you. I see a suit of armor around the world. Ultron. In the flesh. Or no, not yet. Not this Christmas. But I'm ready. I'm on mission. What mission? Peace in our time. In the aftermath of the Battle of New York, Tony Stark and Bruce Banner create an artificial intelligence called Ultron to protect the world. However, Ultron decides that the only way to save the world is to destroy humanity. The Avengers must reassemble to stop Ultron and save the world. Along the way, they encounter two, I'm going to say three, new allies, Pietro and Wanda Maximoff, and the Vision, all making their MCU debuts in this movie we get a lot of that in this movie and these are three characters 
well, these are two characters, I should say, <laughs> who have a lot of stake going forward in the MCU. And then, and I will say that, that that's the big thing about this movie. It, it, there's a lot in this movie. Two hours and 20 minutes, I would almost say it feels a little bit longer, but we're going to get into it. First, I want to take a trip back now, because this has been eight years since this movie came out. Eight freaking years since Age of Ultron has come out. Ethan, was this a movie you saw in theaters? Dude, no. Yeah, I did not see this one in theaters. Oh. I think uh, my dad read the review. My dad read the parents' guide, and he saw that uh, Nat and Bruce in uh, wanted to maybe take a shower together. And that was a big no-no. Question. <laughs> was it the plugged-in review? Or it was, was it... A very much the plugged-in review, yeah. Oh, so I'm telling you, man. I didn't see this one in theaters, no. But uh, from what I remember at the time was a lot of people saying, yeah, it's it's all right. It's not as good as the first. It's not as good as the first. So I didn't get to see it till it uh, you know, came out on digital. Saw it later. Okay. Did, did you like it? I liked it, yeah. I remember watching it much like I watched... Iron Man 3, I was like, I, I don't know why everyone hates this. This is pretty good. Pretty solid movie. Yeah, I liked it. Very good. Micah, did you see this movie in theaters? I, I've seen this movie before. I don't remember where or when. It was probably at my uncle's house. He played all the Marvel movies all the time. It was just just one of the things he put on. So I definitely remember uh, the last part of this movie where Sokovia is up in the air. Not much of the details, though. So a lot of this movie was brand new to me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It, it was cool to jump into this movie and really uh, f uh, absorb the plot. We'll say that. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Okay. I, that's a common theme with you, and I love that about yeah. you, Micah. It's, it's, a lot of these movies are fresh with you. Me, I've seen this movie a lot. Like... I saw this movie in theaters. It was huge at the time. Like I, you, everyone was talking about the Avengers. 2015 was a huge movie year. Like Star Wars was coming out at the end of that year. There just was a lot going Fantastic. on. Four stick. In May, <laughs> we had a new Fantastic Four movie coming oh, no, out. They were man. so hyped about it too. Woo. Yeah, man. It was like the summer. I remember because Ant Man came out like two months after this, and it was like boom, boom. Two big Marvel movies, and this one was like the big ticket item to go see, and everyone was talking about it, and I finally convinced my dad. It was the first movie I got him to go see in the movies with us, because I was like, Dad, we have to go see it. We have to go see it. My friends have all seen it already. We need to see it in some movie theaters. And my brother, it, this was his first MCU movie, nice. James. This was your first one. We he, You begged to come along, and we we finally got you there. Yes, so. you can come. Come on, that's fine. <laughs> It was good stuff. I remember loving it as a kid. How can you not love this movie? There's a ton of action. You got your Hulk, your Hulkbuster. There's so much going on in this movie. But does it hold up eight years later as a movie, as a Marvel movie that in a slew of other Marvel movies, does it hold up? We're here to talk about it. We've all revisited this movie. That's what I want to know. Ethan, how was this rewatch for you? What'd you yeah, think? I, uh, it was good. good rewatch, right? I uh, love going back to the MCU, and I love to watching these characters do things that these characters do. Now, what I think of this movie as a whole, there's a lot. There's a lot in this movie. And I saw a review today that said, this movie plays more as an episode of television, like as, with a six-act structure. Mm. And I really saw that. I really did. Like, a lot of this movie, watching this movie, I was never really excited for the thing coming next in this movie. I was excited for what they set up that it comes in later movies. 
mm-hmm. a lot of this movie was me going, oh, yeah, oh, they, this is our introduction to Wakanda. We see Claw for the first time. We hear the name Wakanda mentioned for the first time and Vibranium. Wakanada. Wakanada. Yeah, we have the Maximoff twins. We have Vision being made. You know, we have the Steve and Cap dynamic being uh, a center of this also. All of it's making me go, oh, that'll be really cool when I get to watch that in Civil War. Mm. That'll be really cool when I get to watch that in WandaVision, watch that relationship play out. But not a lot, like, for me in this movie. I like the movie. I do. I think it's a fun watch. But as an actual, like, movie, there's not a lot to really... I mean, there is a lot. There's a ton in this movie, but there's too much, right? Josh Whedon, you can definitely see it when he was in the writer's room and when he was making this film. He's like, all right, I have to go bigger. I have to go better. And you feel like he is desperately trying to go bigger and trying to go better. But I think you lose a lot of the magic that you had with that first one. Mm. That was these characters coming together. But now it's these characters are already together and they're kind of just doing their thing. There are a lot of cool elements, right? Like Avengers Tower, we'd never get that again. Avengers Campus, it's cool to see that get birthed. It's cool to actually have an Avengers team, which we don't really get in a lot of movies. I really like that. I like those elements, but uh, it is very blocky. The pacing's real weird. It felt like Josh Whedon was like, all right, I'm going to give every character a moment, but it's going to be thrown in here, thrown here, really random, but... I don't know. Overall, I have a really good time with this movie. Ultron is a really fun villain. James Spader voices him great. Yeah, I I like this movie. Just I got problems with it. So you would say, I'm putting words in your mouth here. Let me know. A beautiful mess. You think that's accurate? Sure. People have said that before. Yeah, a beautiful mess. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. Micah, are you are you are you with that? I'm I'm a bit higher than than Ethan right now. I'm. I really loved how this movie focused on the things that we hadn't really touched on before, uh, or things that it uh, the the MC was kind of straying away from at the time. Uh, straying away, the, the the example that comes to mind is how Thor had a little bit of mythology stuff going on in this movie. That was pretty cool. They, they he touched on dreams. He talked on this little pond that he has to go to 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 dissect what dream he was going into. Just little things like that. It, it, it's cool things to show. Okay, he was into this character. He he. Wanted to develop these guys as individuals in this movie. That was one of my main critiques with the first movies that no one really had their own like personal character growth. And with this movie, he really dives into especially Hawkeye, especially Nat, especially Bruce Banner in this movie. And, and I, I love that. There's some stuff between Nat and Bruce that aren't that great. Of course, there's the bar scene. There's um, the the stuff where they're that at. Signature uh, Joss Whedon. Yeah, himself. the the Barton household. The, the weird shower stuff. I don't I don't get it. I don't get why that had to be in this movie. Um, it it leads to a cool payoff at the end where Nat uses the the blood rush to uh, <laughs> get Hulk to come out, the green guy in the last scene, which, okay, yeah, that works for me. But overall, I think that who really shines in this movie is Clint Barton. I don't know anybody. I think seeing how he struggles to fit in with the other Avengers, but he's he's using that struggle to encourage others. He's saying, all right, yeah, I, I'm out here fighting robots with a bow and arrow. None mm-hmm. of this makes sense. But... We're here because we're Avengers. Yeah. And you either step out this door and become an Avenger, or you sit in here and I just don't want to babysit you. Okay? And and he he bonds with, with Nat because of that. He bonds with Bruce Banner, not Hulk. Bruce Banner because of that. And 
I, I just I just think that that's this is the movie where we finally get to see who Clint is as a character, and um, yeah, I I love Ultron. I love uh, how menacing he is. He's not quite Thanos, right? He's not he's not a ten out of ten villain, but he's I think one of the better villains we've gotten in the MCU. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm loving the action. My biggest complaint is the CGI out of everything. Really? And, and I, I like to talk about yeah. that later, but but there's there's some there's some stuff that is that, not great. That first scene, that the first scene is scene rough. Is bad, yeah. But the final scenes, they put all the CGI budget in the Sokovia scenes for sure, because the Sokovia scenes are pretty seamless. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay. All right. But yeah, I don't want to. I, I don't want to take everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Well, no, you're good. You're just talking about how you saw the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Overall, technically, the first time. Overall, this movie. It has the seeds of greatness, right? It has all these things, like like what Ethan was saying. It's like a TV show. You're looking forward to the future, and this movie is better in retrospect because of its impact on the rest of the MCU. You got Black Panther. You got Civil War. You got the Hawkeye series, the Black Widow movie. Everything stems to this movie. The What If series, the, the best yeah, What If episodes true, are true. Ultron. And... That's what we get in this. Yeah, one Doctor Strange episode is really good too. Mm. I, I will say that's probably my favorite yeah, my, one. I loved but, how Ultron but yes. overtakes the What If series. So good. Yes. Okay. All right. So a little bit more positive than Ethan. A lot more positive. <laughs> a lot more positive than Ethan. Um I don't just okay, so you guys took a lot of it. And yeah. I'm agreeing with parts. Yeah, I would say probably me in the middle of both of you. Because there was a lot of good stuff in this movie, a lot of bad stuff in this movie, but the thing I just appreciate the most after viewing it again is it just, it's it's a movie that only happens, it's the kind of movie in the MCU that only happens once. It's mm. a day in the life of the Avengers. Right, yeah. And I love that. Like, yeah. I actually really enjoy seeing that because, okay, it's a day in life of the Avengers where a homicidal robot takes over and he just, like, goes crazy and you have to stop him. But that is a day in the life of the Avengers, and at the end of the day, they stop him. Any Avengers villain could be an age villain, you know? Yeah. But this is not the movie where you have, like, a Thanos situation. This is an ultra... So, you have Ultron take this, and a lot of people... Like, I've seen a lot of people criticize this movie and a lot of those criticisms i would say are unfounded like a, a lot of them are because this movie is just great you're there for the relationships and that's why it's so good all the character interactions are absolutely fantastic and aside from i guess some messy cgi i didn't see anything but i mm. guess i missed it because both of you guys did cap jumping off the bike in the Flipping first scene the bike. oh yeah. uh, it looks cool all right so the cgi looks cool the actions that they do are cool it's just sloppy. It's, it's not. It's, cap, cap riding his bike through the forest. Yeah, too. you're it's, like, it's that, choppy. Not a, it's not a dude. It's rubbery. Yeah. It it just doesn't look like as as good as it could be. And I know that this is an issue with uh, the CGI houses and how Marvel rushes them. They dump tons of money into them, and then they change the entire last act, or they change an entire scene months out from from release day. Hmm. And that's that's a huge problem. Yeah, and you also can notice that the Tony Stark suit doesn't look as crispy mm -hmm. as it as it normally does, right? It's got that crispy look in the first Avengers and in that first Iron Man. Doesn't doesn't really have that crispy look in this. Looks a little more okay, that that's not real. Also, I feel like his head gets smaller 
in does, this one. Yeah, like yeah. it's not a helmet. It's like welded to his face. Like I don't know. I it, this is definitely one of my least favorite Iron Man suits. I, there's just something about it. I'm not really. Yeah, there's nothing that really stands out with it. Yeah, but overall, my problems aren't with like what uh, the CGI does. That's fine. You know, CGI has no. never been a big stepping yeah, stone yeah, for me. I wouldn't knock this movie just because of the CGI. It, it didn't influence my score whatsoever. It's it's just an element of this movie that stands out enough where it's noticeable, and it almost takes you out. But there is there is while you're watching. Even now, like on this rewatch, there is an element where you're sitting there and watching this one and you're kind of just like, you know where it's going Mm -hmm. and it does feel like, okay, all right. It doesn't have, like when we watched that first Avengers, let's take you back now. That first Avengers, there was magic in just about every scene. And there is just, I compare this almost to a Transformers movie in the best way. It's just there's so much action. Like it goes from action to action to action set piece. And there is moments where you take a break and there is good character drama in a couple scenes. But there, like, there's just a lot of action, man. And so at, at times you're almost like, oof, okay, all right. I think this movie needed to step away from the the magic of the first one to be its own thing to just jump off the deep end and say, all right, this isn't going to be the everyone goes to the Avengers, right? Because everyone went to the Avengers. The Avengers was the biggest movie ever, right? And now you can't just follow up with the same sort of formula. You got you to gotta switch it up. You got to focus on a different part of the story. And I think that they did a good job of switching that focus from the, all right, the team's all together here. Like we're, we're the Avengers, right? And we change it to more. All right. This character has flaws. This character has to live with a family that's in secret. Mm. This character has a troubled backstory where she uh, was tortured her whole childhood and all this stuff. And, and we don't talk about the main Avengers. We don't talk about Thor. We don't talk about Iron Man. We don't talk about cap as much because this is for the other three. Yeah. And that's what this movie's about. I like that though. Like it's I good. really enjoy the, the fleshing out of Nat. I like that scene with Steve. Mm-hmm. I like the scene with Thor, like all those mind control sequences are great, but I, I think you you mentioned Hawkeye was yeah. a, a really one of your favorite parts of this movie. And Joss Whedon, really wanted to give Hawkeye an imp- like like make Max him an important because everyone said at the end of the first Avengers why is this dude here he's got a bow and arrow what's he mm. doing here what's he really That's contributing exactly to the team <laughs> exactly but they took that and I, the MCU does this a lot where they take like jokes that happened in previous ones and like they turn them around and make them matter they did that perfectly with Hawkeye in this one like they're my mess, you know, this teams, these gods, you know, among men, you know, well, I guess they're my mess. I got to whip them into shape. Like any, he, he almost takes on like that dad role, I mm-hmm. guess, in a sense. And I, I do really, really like that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, that this movie, it works really well. I said it before as, as like a stepping stone. I liked how you highlighted how it is very different. You don't want a movie that's the exact same as the first one. This one takes risks. It does things different. It tries to do more. Which I really do appreciate. I'd I'd rather have this movie than a movie that is just the same thing done again. No, I like I like the steps they take. I just don't. It it's just a little a little lot. It's a lot, right? A lot mm-hmm. of this stuff uh, doesn't really get resolved. 
it does get resolved in later stuff, which is great. But in the context of your own movie, you want certain uh, elements to be resolved. So I can't really view this as like, oh, yeah, that's a movie. It really is just a piece in the bigger saga, which not to knock it. That's what the MCU is amazing at. Just being another piece in the next, or at least the Infinity Saga. Was. Yeah, but by itself, I think that there are some merits to this movie. But at the end of the day, it is it it falls victim to the middle child syndrome. It's mm. got these things where it can't stand up to its older brother, just because it has an older brother, and now it has these way cooler younger brothers, <laughs> Infinity War and way, Endgame, way cooler that are tens out of tens, right? And right. you just can't. It's just stuck, right? You can't beat the classic. You can't beat the new stuff. Like, it's just there. With this being the worst Avengers movie, we live in a pretty good, pretty good world. That's right, crazy right. because I yeah. love this movie. Right. No, like we've been kind of negative at the start. I think the positives totally outweigh the negatives. Oh, for sure. And I would say, I know that people don't like this element of the movie, but Ultron is one of my favorite parts of this I movie. Love Ultron. I absolutely love Ultron. And I get I do get where people are coming from because people don't like his portrayal. You watch the trailers, and even in the comics, Ultron is not very quippy and jokey. Like, even in the trailers, there are no strings on me. He's very serious. Very, He's more of a, a Thanos in the trailers. And then in the movie, it's definitely just... I mean, if you've ever seen The Office, it's James Spader. It's totally James Robert Spader. Robert California. Yeah, yeah, but what I gotta say, though, is... That's what I love about the character. Exactly. It's because that's not who Ultron wants to be. He was created by Tony Stark. He's going to have that Tony Stark yes. little essence in there. And he hates himself for that. He says something to, uh, what's his name, Cree? Well, Claw. 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 Andy Circus. Andy Circus, man, out of nowhere. One way out. And he says this yeah. line, and then Andy Circus's character, Claw, he says, that's something that Tony Stark would say. Don't compare me to him. Don't compare I'm not, me. I'm not Tony Stark. Yeah, dude. Ooh, that's when it clicked for me. I was like, okay. Okay, that's what Ultron is about. And then the next scene, there's there's a line, an opportunity for a quip. Ultron gets to it first. I was one second away, Tony says. Right? Yeah. Ooh, man. Now, now it's more of a, a Peter Parker Green Goblin. Right, I he knew took you, the I same knew you'd bring this up, bring this up all the time. <laughs> he I took love the that. same yeah. powers, right? And he flipped it for evil. And then Vision is like a, a a best of best Tony Stark in a way. Uh, not not quite, but you know what I mean. It's like opposites. Ultron is a bad Vision. Ultron is a bad Tony Stark. Listen, we all know why Vision is so great, all right? It's because they took the goat Jarvis and threw him all part of him dude. into there. I mean, come on. That's why it's so great. No, Vision, Vision's also really, really good in this movie. It's so This movie is so... I like the element where Tony just straight up does just make Ultron, screws hugely, right? It messes up hugely. Mm. Then in the next act, he just wants to do it again. And then it works for him. Like, what? That's such like, a... This time it's going to work. That's so, such a defining character trait for Tony. Like, screw up, I'll try again, but do the exact same thing, right? Just yeah. a little different. It's so cool that... Uh, how how it exposes Tony's moral moral morality in this movie? How Ultron is very plainly Tony's view on the world. How okay, peace at all costs, peace in our time, right? And 
even if that means killing everybody, hey, that's peace. And that's a way that Tony could see that. And sure, he wouldn't do that, but we see that in Civil War, right? Right. We yeah. see that later on. You see why in Civil War, Tony Stark sides this time. Listen, we've messed up. Like, we need someone to put us in check. If someone put me in check in Age of Ultron, like, there we go. We wouldn't have Ultron. Like, we need this. You totally, like, for those who aren't on, you know, or can't at least see Tony Stark's side, like, Team Iron it's Man. all right here in this movie. Team like, Spider-Man. this is why he chooses to go <laughs> apart from Cap and divide the Avengers. He needs to be put in check. Right. While I don't personally agree with that, I absolutely see why he chose to go on that side. But that's a conversation for Civil for War. For Civil War, yeah. Right. But I love going back through all these MCU movies because I'm seeing it more now than I did at the time. Just all the seeds they plant. It gets me excited for when those two oh. duke it out. Because, yep. uh, you know, at the time you watch that first Avengers, you watch this movie, you're just excited. Oh, yeah, these guys I like, they're with each other. But no. These guys are going to eventually clash. It's oh, going to yeah. be epic. So I, I love seeing the little like, oh, they never got along. They kind of always hated each other. As yeah, we, I love the, the the lines that they, they drop. They name drop Endgame in this. Oh. They're they're talking, right? Listen. And they say, they say what? If yeah. we lose, we'll lose together. Is that what he we'll says? We'll do that together, yeah. too. We'll do that together, too. They literally reference this conversation in Endgame, Tony comes back and references it. And this is the first time in that scene where I started to get chills and feel that feeling that I felt in 2018, 2019 yeah. for those movies. And I was like, the fact that those are coming up, like, and that we built towards this in our unique way on this marathon just makes me so much more excited also that I have to wait for it, you know, just <laughs> right. because there is that anticipation. I get to do that all over again. Even though I've seen the movie, there's still, I want to watch it. Nope. Every night wait. I'm sitting at home. Do I just watch Infinity War again? No, no, no. Hop in right? I got to wait. I got to wait. Oof. But yeah, I do love that because in the context of this movie and this universe, Tony is such an arrogant guy. And you're like, he never listens to Steve. He'll never listen to what Steve's saying. But in that final act, he references that, that scene he remember he says and we'll do, we'll do it together in that final act of this movie which you're like cap's like oh he, he was listening to something i had to say that's really cool like the old man said together yeah and then you have the the hulk moment from the previous movie this is iron man's moment in this one like i said in the first avengers movie there's one moment for each of the big four in each one of the avengers movies this one was iron man's and that's what he says all of you against all of me how can you possibly defeat me and iron man says like the old man said together they rush in you have the huge epic music theme which i will say a new avengers theme for this movie, Danny Elfman and Brian Tyler come in. Mm -hmm. Danny Elfman, who obviously he's appeared on this rewatch before with the Spider-Man theme, coming in here to do the Avengers movie. Not sure why they didn't have Alan Silvestri come back and do it, but I think that both of these guys do an excellent job at you know supplanting him. We get Alan Silvestri back in the next two, but very unique Avengers theme that is almost just as good as the original one, but just, I mean, that original, the theme it. is too good. You yeah. can't, exactly, you just can't beat it. But, yeah, that, that's your second of the four 
ones, and this one's Iron Man. So we got Hulk and Iron Man down. If, if we're ranking them, right? It's, it's Hulk. Hulk. Oh, Hulk number Without one. Without a doubt. Come on. Hulk might win the whole thing. Well, Howard the Duck, Cherry Bomb. I mean, yeah. the, the next two are That's pretty so great. True, next though. two are That's pretty great. Thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's a good point. That's I, a good point. To go back to Ultron, I uh, one last thing that I wanted to say about him was, all right, so first off, the CGI is bad. I don't like his mouth movements. The, the body is fine. Okay, he's very jelly like. He's yeah. very jelly for for being a a, a machine. Especially when you like that's my over. one critri- yeah. critique Pause about though. his appearance. Pause, though. Okay, like that's not an issue with the CGI though. Like that, I, I will say that. Like, I don't like the mouth movements either. Yeah, but that's not a fault of the CGI being bad. That's just a bad creative decision. Yeah, like I don't like that at all. Why do they have his mouth moving, man? They could have had him as a like a a bender. Uh, what's his well, name? He's talking about the whole make of the body, the whole design. Oh, really? No, 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 no. More, more just the mouth. I liked his his appearance. Um, if they, I don't know what they could have done to fix it. If they did more of a bender from Futurama, where he's got the light up mouth, I don't know if that would be better. Well, they do that. That I mean, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. You watch that show. He doesn't have a moving mouth. It's just a droid skeleton. Yeah. And it's just the mouth, his mouth lights up. That would be. I think that would be better oh, in some that'd be ways. Way better. Yeah, because he doesn't need a mouth because he's a robot. There's no purpose for it. It's more so we can connect to him. I don't know. Right. But a, a thing that I do like about uh, the last thing I'll say that I like about Ultron is that his motives translate to all of his goons because they're all him. So that yeah. gives him all the motivation. That tells you every single time. Someone's beaten on a droid. That's Ultron, and they all have the same will, the same like goal in mind, the same super smart processing, whatever. That just makes the Avengers that much stronger. There's a scene in the final battle where Ultron's giving his speech. The only thing that will be living will be metal. During that speech, Hawkeye shoots one of the robots who's speaking. And then one comes up right behind that him was and so continues cool. talking. What like, a great use of it. That's so cool. Come on. There are times, even though he is quippy, Ultron can be really menacing yeah. at times. Like, he's fantastic. He might be my favorite part of this movie. Maybe. I don't know. I, the jury's still out on that. But let's talk about Wanda and Pietro. The, the, the really new characters the coolest, from the start. The coolest version of Quicksilver we've seen <laughs> yeah, on this yeah. marathon. The coolest Let's version of Quicksilver in 2015. We'll say that. There we go. <laughs> Quicksilver. Um, Pietro Maximoff. He's slow. Coming off of... Dude, like, actually... like He's slow. I shouldn't be able to see him. <laughs> you see him running, see, bro. See, there, there's one scene, though, where his speed is when uh, he comes to invade Claw. Claw shoots him. But then it's a blink, and the whole clip is unloaded on the table. That was what I, we should have had the that, whole movie. I it just it's so inconsistent because later he gets shot. <laughs> Can't dodge old bullets. And I get that he know? was shot earlier, and you know he's trying to save Hawkeye. It's a sacrifice. But like we, it's just so hard when right. you literally saw. Uh, Freaking Evan Peters running through that kitchen, you know, eating soup and should have saved time, right? In the bottle, like they had, yes, they (laughs) had to have seen that scene and then filmed. They were like midway or done filming Avengers, and they're like, oh, well, this is gonna suck. They got to take them a completely different way now (laughs) because they couldn't just do the exact same Quicksilver in this movie. They had to 
make him a bit slower or have different character quirks or make well, him wear Adidas g- shoes. Give him or, no development. Yeah, make him very <laughs> flat. Yeah. The fact that he's just, he doesn't really have an outfit. He just puts on a tech His character-defining like, moment is when he's looking up there. Oh, t- look at these Adidas's. <laughs> Come on, Wanda. Man, good thing we had these stocked in the Stark Tower. In my size. Dude. Yeah, I, I think right had, on my suit. Right. I think he has like 11 lines of dialogue in this movie. Like, you can tell he was just, all right, we got to sideline one character. Boom, we're going to sideline Quicksilver. I did like his stuff with, with Clint, though. That was pretty funny. Yes. And his little that things like, good. you see that one, old man? You see, And then it pays off at the end where he, he's dying. And I didn't says, see that one coming. Didn't see that one coming, did you? <laughs> Neither did you, apparently. <laughs> Slowpoke. It was good though. It was good. Uh, I, I like those those little back and forths between them, and it gave Clint that motivation to to um, keep keep going. A right? laugh out loud moment is after Clint saves that kid, and they're holding him, and the kid looks back at Quicksilver. He's like he's perched on the floor, just dead, freaking dead. Dude. And my favorite thing too, uh, Clint brings Quicksilver back to the uh, ship that takes him to the helicarrier. He takes him back there, and the medic runs up to Clint. Are you okay? And he's like, I'm good. And it pans up, and Quicksilver's just there, bleeding out dead. Clint's like, this guy's not. It's like, <laughs> and it like, doesn't fit with the music You want to help this guy? Like, yeah. that scene's so out of place, because everything else is super serious. And then he lays down, and he's like, oh, man, rough day. And Quicksilver's <laughs> just dead right there. And the music is super somber in the yeah. back. There's a choral theme playing. Yeah. And you're like, we won. Like, if I watch in here, bro. If I watch this one more time, I feel like I can find some parallels between the two characters to show like what they were trying to do here. If if there were, I don't know, if, if Clint maybe saw him as a son in some ways, I don't know. No, it's not. They that. may have been trying to do that in an earlier draft of the script and some things just slept, swept through. That reminds me, the original cut of this movie was like three and a half hours long. Give us the Joss Whedon cut. Joss Whedon. <laughs> which we'll never, Whedon. Which, oh, we'd never asked for yeah. before. No, listen, no, that's because no one cares, bro. I no care. one. No the one reason cares. he doesn't have work anymore. Uh, more reasons than that. Well, there's <laughs> there's a lot of reasons <laughs> why Joss I had him that work, but, um, Yeah, jeez. Um, how do we feel about Wanda, though? Quicksilver jokes aside. What an accent. How do we feel? Uh, right. That was the one thing that everyone talked about about Wanda for like, actually they're still talking about it. They're, that accent is still the most inconsistent thing. It in does the world. reappear in WandaVision it, for her uh, Scarlet Witch scenes and in yeah. Multiverse of Madness. So it's, it's always, I like I like them embracing like yeah this is inconsistent. Let's just roll with it. Let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, Did I think, she get a nose job? <laughs> you guys notice that? I don't know. Her nose seemed a little whatever. Anyway. <laughs> She, uh, I, I like the little uh, inklings of. You didn't see it. All right, well, I didn't see it. There, I like the little inklings of the beginnings of Wanda and Vision in this. Right, that's cool. The, yeah, uh, I liked. Oh man, her meltdown after Quicksilver dies. That was really good. Little that's quick. how little quick. Yeah, a little Silver. quick, but I, I liked <laughs> when she rips out Ultron's heart. That's a really good. This scene. is how I felt. I like that a lot. Like, but like, did like it feel like anything to Ultron though? It could have. No, but it works it? in that scene because she rips out his heart. Like metaphorically, the scene is great. Like, and yeah, he would have been bleeding out oil. His stuff would have been seizing up. But I don't he, know. he was in another he body. He was already too. in another yeah. body at that point. He was point. always like, in another body. Come on, <laughs> come on man. Yeah, uh, I think she's really good for 
what she's given in this movie. She's not yeah. given much, but I, she lays the groundwork for a really great character. I would say, arguably, Marvel's best female character. Very powerful in this movie, too. You mm -hmm. see so much just glimpses of her insane power that she has. And do they outright say that she got the power from the the Mind Stone? They what is kind the, of imply that, that they imply it. Do they like directly say it? They or imply that the power, yeah, with the Mind Stone are what resulted in their power. Because I think in 2013, the rights went out; anyone could take the characters. So Fox and Marvel immediately picked up, not both of them, but they Marvel took. Because think about it, though, you have um, Wanda and Pietro in this movie. They're two in the comics founding members of the Avengers. So I feel like maybe that was why he kind of included them in this one, because he was like, all right, maybe let's get these people in here. I don't know. It's a, like a homage, because they don't, like... I get that so Sokovia is, like, a big part of this movie, but, like, I feel like this movie would happen with or without them. I mean, we'd have a dead Hawkeye, but even but would then... he really even be in that position? Right. We don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. Like, they don't really affect the movie at all. Except for no, yeah, like to I give said, Tony Stark some future. A lot of this movie, like Micah said it best when he was talking about all the little eggs that are planted. A lot of this movie is just okay. Later on, later on, this will really work, really pay off. Because even when, because uh, I think it's in Civil War, Wanda and Vision are they're already together, or there are little hints at that. Uh, and you're kind of like, oh yeah, both these characters did did debut in that Age of Ultron movie. So it's really just like a stepping stone, a block to the next thing. And it's pretty good block, yeah. But it is, it also just feel like that. Yeah, let's get to the next thing. Yeah, you're right. It feels like that one like mid season. All right, let's get this episode out of the way. Then we can get to the big season but finale. Very good, very good episode. No, yes. But it, but it, and then again, you have the action that's just so prevalent in this movie that to the point, like I got the same feeling as Transformers. You're sitting there and you're watching. You're like, can we talk about another? Let's, uh, let's get that Tony Cap scene back in here. Like, <laughs> like the, they have some. They have two really great interactions. The one is that one we talked about. That up there, that's the end game. How are you planning on beating them yeah. together? You know, like, we'll do that together too. But also the scene. When he rips apart that log, dude. Yeah. When they sit there. I was doing research that would affect the team. That would end the team. Isn't that the mission? So that we get to go home, you know? Like, that scene's really, really good, too. So, like, th I mean, those are and some I of the love best the, scenes in the movie. There's a, the little scene where they're fighting over Vision, right? Like, really, Tony? This again? Are you kidding me? And then he turns out to be right. And I love just... There's no quicker way to establish that a character is trustworthy by just literally yeah, making him, that? literally making him worthy. It's su such a cool sequence because, you know, earlier in the movie, but I mean, we do see Steve budge the hammer, which the Russos took that and said he could always lift Mjolnir. That's up for your interpretation. I like to think that, yeah, maybe he's just so humble that he's like, I'll I'll leave this to Thor. I'll, the Russo said it. We'll say it's canon. He could lift Mjolnir in that moment, but I love that. Uh, they're literally arguing, can we trust this guy? And you're feeling it as an audience member. The last guy Tony made was was horrible. And he's just like, all right, we got to go. Just hands him it casually. <laughs> Thor's all of a sudden like, all right, I'm like, with him. We're, <laughs> I like this one. We have to go. And everyone's like, what? 
What? Holy cow. This one better than when Cap lifted. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think uh, oh. we're forgetting one very strong, uh, perhaps the strongest female lead we get in this movie. Veronica. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Helen Cho. Uh, I mean, she's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's actually true. She doesn't beat up the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do need to talk about that Hulkbuster scene. That was sick. I loved yeah. how they thought of everything to go with Hulk. All right, so Hulk's definitely going to destroy this suit, right? How do we get him back? So now they have this floating Veronica thing. All right, Veronica, can I have some help? Busts off the old arm, puts on a new arm. And then, oh man, I was watching this with Rebecca, and uh, when the, the jackhammer arm yeah. started beating up Hulk, we just started busting out laughing. <laughs> it's, it, they thought of every single way you can beat up Hulk with the Hulkbuster outfit, and they use it here. Because this is the only time that they get to use it to its full capability. In Infinity War, do they really even use it that much? I mean, he's sitting in not it. Not particularly. It, no, no. No, he just chills. This but movie, yeah, it's Infinity good. Infinity War does a lot. We can... Oh, let that pass. Yeah, of oh, course. for sure. I love how uh, this is our Hulkbuster moment. The, yeah, the the Hulkbuster scene mirrors the fight with Thor in the first one. How Thor's in there, waiting for his hammer to come, bashes Hulk. Tony does the same thing, waiting for that fist to come. Then gets Hulk perfect timing. I love the that because that's what I the, these first two Avengers movies. A lot of them are just Avengers fighting with each other. Just <laughs> that's just it, which makes it cool. It, it, I mean, I've said it before, I'll say it again. The best parts of a movie are when the good guys turn on each other. That's what Civil War is. That's what. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what this movie is in some ways. When Wanda mind controls people, that's what. Yeah, so many movies do that. And that's what we love about movies. I love um, uh, in the the Hulk scene, right at the end. (laughs) Hulk's getting out out of his days. He's noticing what's. He's realizing what's going on here. He was. He devastated this whole city. He's looking around. He's looking around. There's all these this military on him. And bam! <laughs> Hulk Buster knocks him out. Back to the first Avengers movie. There's another callback there when uh, Hulk does that to Thor. Boom! Just right there in that. Yeah. Thing. Very epic. All right, gentlemen. Anything else we want to mention about this movie before we go into our signature? Favorite scene, favorite character. There was a, a spot in this movie where I thought a needle drop should happen. It didn't happen. What where? needle drop? Uh, I thought that there should have been a needle drop right after, I think when when they're pulling the cars up from when they fall off of Sokovia, right when they land them up there. I felt like there should have been a song right there, right before they started beating everybody down. But that may have just been me wanting Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been. That's true. There were a lot of moments in this movie where there were... There was action, but there was no soundtrack. Do you notice that? Yes, I did notice that. Interesting. <laughs> that was crying. I well, His sometimes it bleeding. works, sometimes it doesn't, and that a rule applies to this movie. I feel like it could have been better in parts. We didn't talk about Vision, but I'm saving that for my uh, favorite scene, favorite kind character. Of oh, kind of oh. did. Whoa. Okay. Count. Okay. All right. All right. Stanley. Stanley cameo. That's right. Yeah. He can. Was Omaha Beach Blondie. Dude, that was pretty good one. Good cameo. Socio. Yeah. Right. You get him say the line. (laughs) What a legend. I like Avengers Tower. It's cool to see that in in use once. You've been there. Well, out front. (laughs) I like the memorial that they put out in front uh, of. Oh yeah. With the the firefighters and stuff. That was really cool. Great homage. I also like uh, the the Nick Fury roadie stuff at the end where they come in. You, they're playing the shield theme as it rises up. Right. That was cool. What like do you guys think? Is he a scroll? 
this would Nick be our Fury first movie. Scroll. This would be our first movie in the theory that he's a scroll. It it would be because he burns his eye patch at the end of uh, Winter Soldier. Says goodbye to it. I was paying attention to it. Later, he says he'll never cut a sandwich diagonally. Cuts it diagonally in this. So it it, it could be could be scroll, which is cool. We're gonna get answers to this hopefully really soon. That'll be really cool. Yeah, that's right. Secret I like, I like the one. theory that he's a scroll. Yeah, okay. but he's wearing the beanie like in the. <laughs> I don't know. He looked a little skinnier to me. He, he was skinny. It's yeah. True. I don't know. Scrollier. Scrolly. Could have just been Sam's diet at the time. Never Maybe. Know. It's cutting those sandwiches and trying. But I like uh, <laughs> what Kevin Feige said about when they first concept the character of. Uh, Iron Man, I watched it, or not Iron Man, of uh, Nick Fury. I watched this in their 15th anniversary video they just did. Kevin Feige and Favreau did it. Uh, He said, the way that we envisioned Nick Fury was for him Mm -hmm. to be the the Gandalf of the MCU. To show up, you know, we don't really want to explain why he's here. We just want him to show up and do what he's going to do. And yeah, he does that. As a helicarrier. Yeah, really cool. Comes in and freaking saves the day. (laughs) Gets all the people off. It was epic, man. Speaking of things that come out of nowhere, Die for Wimpy Kid. <laughs> the kids are reading it. In I case did, you guys were wondering. I did wonder why uh, Diary of the Wimpy Kid has been on our table all podcast. We had to mention it or else no one would. Because there's a, <laughs> a, a a scene where Clint's, Clint's son and daughter are reading Diary of the Wimpy Kid. Yeah, and we, we have uh, Nacho Libre because Vision gets a cape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to say What do you guys think of... Uh, Clint's family having that revealed good Lila love as it. the mom crazy right. Linda Cardellini I love that yeah that, I mean that portion of the movie is just so good you think it'll stop like the pacing of the movie it'll go like grind to a halt but no it's actually it just adds so, so much good. to it the conversation we kind of like I'm not the biggest fan of the uh, Hulk Black Widow relationship kind of goes nowhere so in retrospect but they do have a really nice scene after the shower, and sorry about that shower scene, Ethan. Again, that, that's kind of really nothing. <laughs> I, I know, right? There's like literally nothing. They just go and talk, but it is a good it's really scene. Bad like flirting, <laughs> not even flirting. It's just two people, two broken people, just hide saying, "Hey, here. listen, like, hide the zucchini." Zucchini. That's what it was. So that's what it was. It's a zucchini. Zucchini. Bro. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's a good scene. I, I like that scene. But anyway, anything else? I don't think we're. I, I think Rebecca didn't get everything. that joke when they said it. Really? <laughs> yeah, and I was. I was like explaining it in vague terms, and she was like, "What? There's no way." That's probably okay. good. That's okay, probably good. no, that that is good. That's definitely a good. You know thing. what? I guess this is the right person. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> favorite scene. Well, no, favorite character first. Favorite, favorite character? character first. Micah, favorite character. Mm. I'm torn between two. I love Clint. I love Vision. So here. I'm going to say... Whoever you don't take, I will take. If okay. it helps. Okay. Yeah. I'll say Clint because he gets more screen time. Whoa. Uh, I love Clint's... Uh, I already said it before, but I love his encouragement to the team, the newcomers with, with Wanda. I love that little monologue he says with them. Uh, I love how we have this secret double life he's living, but open to his family. His wife knows, right? But it's secret from Shield. Like it's not on any on any of Shield's files. It's not like he keeps his work and life, home life separate. Okay, that's what I love about this character. He's the only one who can balance that. 
No other character gets that perfect work-home life balance. Tony doesn't get the wife really until until there is no work. <laughs> and then um, who else? Thor. That's a mess. <laughs> uh, Cap. Cap. Black Widow literally can't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Elk. Uh, and and Bruce can't because he gets too excited. But yeah, I I love I love how Clint. <laughs> is different from the rest of the Avengers. His main skill is what you would think is just so useless in this scenario, but he pulls it off. Right. I like what they, uh, the Avengers say at the beginning. Pretending to need this guy really brings the team together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is a funny line. But it, it sets the theme for the rest of the movie. Yeah, it it, it draws character. your attention to Clint yeah. and how he's really the the backbone in some ways of this team, not right. strength wise, but just like always you, there. Every team needs that that straight guy, you know. It's uh, and a lot of people can look at Cap and say that's our that's our lead straight man, but like it, it's really Clint, right? Because yeah, those gay guys. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's for Miss Marvel. <laughs> he just. <laughs> <laughs> he just has he's just that guy right he's just a dude with a bow and arrow which can really ground a team and really he's got he's got the most to lose he's just a dude and he's got a family right really if anyone should not be on the team it's him mm -hmm. but he chooses to be on the team and even uh, his wife says they need you which is a cool cool kind of character trait yeah I also think that his this plot line pays off so well later coming down the line especially in avengers endgame ronan like you feel at no not is it ronan yeah 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 like the reason you feel so bad for him is because of all the good that is in this scene yeah. and Ethan, while, while, while we're still on me let me say a couple things uh age of ultron was our third billion dollar movie on our list oh, yeah. so we had uh what was that's it? true iron man 3 avengers or I guess Avengers first, then Iron Man 3. right? Then Asia Ultron at 1.39. Yep, almost there. But Man, it's also right. our lowest of the top, like, 10. Yeah, lowest of the top 10 in profit ratio. So its budget was way higher mm. than what it was making. It made, sure, 3.8 times its budget. Sure. But compared to the other ones, it wasn't as big of a success. Well, yeah, they probably dumped like three hundred million into this. Yeah, three sixty-five. It is holy. It cow. is our that's second largest in the top ten, Jeez. just short of Endgame at three uh, four hundred million. Yeah, that was that was a lot. Hold on, that might be our second highest ever. Yeah, second highest budget in the MCU wow. history. It goes Endgame, Ultron, Infinity War, Spider-Man three in third place. So Infinity War is third with three hundred mil. And then Spider-Man 3 is all the way down to 258. Wow. Infinity War Endgame, those two go together. Yeah. Because they were same production. 700 million for that budget. Wow. I mean, it made 4 billion, but <laughs> almost 5. All right, anyway, Ethan, tell us about your favorite character. Favorite character? I, I, I said I'd go Vision. I really like Vision. I didn't expect to love him this wow. much. There you go. Yeah. Wow. I know you were hesitant towards yeah. taking oh, him. It would be my favorite scene. Favorite scene, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Well, then... Uh, I guess talk I'll, about I'll, it, talk about I'll it. take a Clint scene for my favorite scene. Then we'll okay. kind of flip flop here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. I just like him. He. I didn't expect to really enjoy him that much, but I love the way he. He is just. He's Paul Bettany. You know, come to life. The voice we've been hearing since that first Iron Man movie in Jarvis. 
It's just he's everything that Tony wishes he could be. He's everything that Tony wanted Ultron to be. He's just literally like the perfect man, which is why in uh, Civil War, Tony Stark is right because Vision sides with Tony. Yes, we'll get to that when we get to that. But I just like him. He's just a smart character. He's wise. He has wise things to say. He fights really cool. He's got the Mind Stone. That's true. Yeah. Like, what 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 a great protector of the Mind Stone to have this really human ask human like robot ask vibranium creature and we all we see how powerful he is in the what if episode where what if what if ultron transferred into vision's body they never across the whole mcu i don't think they ever show how truly powerful vision really is that dude has an infinity stone in his freaking head that guy has so much power i like that you say that yeah he's very very powerful and just smart, yeah. He's got smart things to say. Yep. And or later in my favorite your, scene. Your favorite character. There we go. Um, I'm gonna go. Ooh, I don't want to take someone old, so I'm gonna go Ultron. I <laughs> someone old. I just because you got well, a lot then. of these characters who appear have appeared in many movies, and I've taken them before, and like I might go. Yeah, I get a new Captain pack. America yeah. or, or Iron Man. You can Man. take. You, you know? take Cap again, you can't take Ultron again. Exactly, so I am going to take Ultron. James Spader delivers an outstanding performance. He always comes to work ready to go, but his voice, and he loved it the role so much that he wanted to do motion capture. The dude actually was on set in a suit with a freaking, you know, like motion thing all the way up here so you could, uh, you know, like reference his head or reference point. Doesn't he have That's, a goofy looking Oh, he does. Suit? If you look at his suit, it's insane. But the fact that he wanted to do that, not just use his voice, because that was what he was contracted for, but to do the motion capture, that's awesome. And he delivers a great performance. He is both smart, wittingly, witty, very witty, and also just very menacing. Like, I think Ultron is great. One of the best villains we've had so far on the MCU. And we're kind of really far. So that's saying something. At least I would say. I really enjoy Ultron in this movie. Favorite scene, Micah? I gotta say, my favorite scene, just because of how different it's shot, it leaves such a different impact on me, is the final confrontation with Vision and Ultron. Mm -hmm. Good pick. I don't know what it is. Like, why Why Josh Whedon decided to have these wide shots, close-ups on the trees, close-ups on nature. It emphasizes completely different things than what you'd expect out of a Marvel movie. This is this may be one of the first artistic shots we've had in Marvel. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, Howard the Duck had some pretty <laughs> masterful shots, I'll admit. But... I love how You're forgetting about Punisher Warzone. This is this is the porch of Age of Ultron. Mm. This is the take it in. Mm. Look at this. What is becoming of you, Ultron? You're done. Vision is the ultimate right here. Like we we are this is the winning part point. <laughs> Watch the scene. Put the scene in here. Is this, Ultron gone? Though? That's the question. It's crazy. How... I gotta watch that scene again, man. Humans are odd. They think order and chaos are somehow opposites and... try to control what won't be. 
but there is grace in their failings. I think you missed that. They're doomed. Yes. But a thing isn't beautiful because it lasts. It's a privilege to be among them. You're unbearably naive. Well, I was born yesterday. <laughs> hey, it really just, did something. To it you. leaves such an impact on it, it. It it felt like porch. It felt like porch. So you're it, referencing Thanos, yeah. right? At the end of Infinity War. Yeah, but the good porch. guys win. Right. Okay. All right. And we won't see the flip of that until Infinity War. Nah, that's a good pick right there, man. Really good scene. Yeah. Well, I was born yesterday. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. I like how you say, uh, I'm not going to pick an old character. And there's the uh, character born this week, character born yesterday. And I picked the oldest character. There you go. Sweet. Favorite scene, Ethan? Uh, I'll, I'll go that scene when he's talking to Wanda. When uh, Clint's talking to Wanda, where he's like, you leave this room, you're, you're an Avenger. I'm going back out there because it's my job. Okay, and I can't do my job and babysit. Doesn't matter what you did what you were if you go out there you fight and you fight to kill stay in here you're good i'll send your brother to come find you but if you step out that door you are an avenger if you don't don't want to be an avenger just stay in here what's out be be that person but i, I like that because it sows the seeds of what we could get from clint in the future because a lot of our og avengers are gone right the avengers right now are without a leader and this is Jeremy Renner accident aside. We don't know if he'll be well to be in more movies or not. But I just think the the seeds here are planted to where this guy could lead a team. And even though, yeah, he's not super, it's not super powered. Nick Fury wasn't super powered either, and he assembled that first team. He was a good leader. He's kind of the the Nick Fury of this movies. He's, he's the guy who really rallies the team together. I, I like him a lot. And in that scene, it's just cool to see his Whoa. His, his levity. He's like. Yeah, let's be real. I'm just, I'm just the, this guy with a bow, bow and arrow, right? I'm just a bozo. Just a guy standing in front of a girl. Dude, that's such a good idea. If you make Hawkeye the next assembler of the Avengers, put him into that. Dude, this is a fantastic idea. You heard it here first, folks. Man, people were talking about it a ton when Hawkeye came out, the show. How oh, he really? Could be, how he could be the new leader. Yeah. Okay, so it turns out I He's heard it here oldest. first. This is where I heard it. Okay, so never mind then. I, I love that idea, though. That's good great. Idea. That's yeah. a great idea. It's either him or Thor, and it's definitely not going to be Thor. <laughs> no <laughs> way. He's got his own thing going on. I mean, on. Bruce He's, is still around. Dude, every time you bring that up, bro, it just... <laughs> love it. <laughs> this hey, is also the last movie, movie with bro. Shakespeare and Thor. Shame. Yeah. It is a shame. Although, really what works about for Ragnarok, that ending? I didn't. I didn't know that this is the last movie with Hulk before Ragnarok. Well, dude, that was sick. I didn't know, know that this was the ending of him. You want to know something even more crazy? When Thor leaves, they don't see Thor until Wakanda. I mean, technically, Iron Man doesn't see Thor. Yeah, right. When it's he comes comeback. back in Wakanda and Captain America looks at him and smiles, he hasn't seen him since this uh, scene, uh, which wow. is crazy. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to think about. He's been gone on his adventures all the time. Could you imagine oh. that? Seeing your boy that you haven't seen in three years come in and absolutely body a whole field of those, whatever you call them, outriders, outriders I guess. Yeah. Dude, 
That's so sweet. Turn speaking of house. speaking of Thor and Cap being buddies like bros, I love the scene where yes. he throws the ha- yeah. the <laughs> the shield and oh, he hits man. it with the And they're the so hammer. like calm about like it's routine for them. It's right, like, yeah. They practice what, what are this. they talking about? They're know. talking about something so casually. Just pick pulls of the shield. <laughs> yeah, really cool. Very epic. Yes. What do you guys think about the all right, before we really close this up, jokes. Are we at a point where it's have we reached the peak of where the jokes are kind of it's not close? It's getting yeah. close. Yeah. A lot I've, of the humor in this movie. I think it's getting close, but I still like the humor in this it's, movie. It's fun, but I don't know. Like it I remember liking it when it started. Like mm. when Iron Man goes, Hey. Like, I remember laughing at that in the theaters. What language? Oh, the language, language, the language, language is kind of funny. funny. I do actually like that. <laughs> but I'm talking about when he like when he goes in there and he opens up we the do, secret door and he's like, "Yay!" I love and that. Like that. <laughs> so I, funny. I don't know. Like I laughed at I'll that. I never at the get start, tired of Tony like, doing Tony things. But there was just a lot that I was just like, "That was funny back then," but now it's just the War Machine stuff. I didn't know. Like I didn't. War Machine wasn't too hot in this movie. Yeah. Dude, come on though. His one, <laughs> his one joke that doesn't land with. Tony and Thor. That works everywhere. Oh, that was a that, very impressive. Right. And I like because that's that was our big thing with the first first movie, right? Where was Rhodey? The first Avengers. Because Iron Man 2 had already happened. Rhodey was a prominent character. Right. And I I like that Sam is while he doesn't fight with them in the final act, he is a part of this movie. You yes. do see him. It's cool to see like, all right, just because these characters aren't gonna be in every movie. Or a fight in every battle, they're still a part of this world we're creating. And checking up on that Mrs. Person case, like that little Winter Soldier Easter egg there, really nice, dude. But we'll see. We'll see Falcon real soon. Oh, hint, hint. For sure. Uh, favorite scene. Uh, favorite scene for me is definitely the conversation where he drops Endgame. A hostile alien army came charging through a hole in space. We're standing 300 feet below it. We're the Avengers. We can bust arms dealers all the live long day, but that up there, that's... That's the end game. How are you guys planning on beating that? Together. We'll lose. And we'll do that together, too. Mm. We're the Avengers. We can bust arms dealers all live long day, but that up there, that's the end game. Just their conversation there between them is so good. It gave me chills. It was one of the two moments in this movie that actually made me feel anything. And I got to give it credit for that. I, I did not like the arrogance of Tony at the beginning of that conversation, but I liked how he was. T- yeah, but that's why it's down. so good. Bro. I didn't like how he, he plays he was, him so well. Oh, you know that thing up in the sky right above us, like what, fifty feet above us? That was us. Like I, was, yeah. we, I did that. <laughs> yeah, it was very. Uh, it reminded me of Quantumania. How <laughs> how Scott Long was. Scott well, Lang. He uses that point. Scott Long's a coworker of mine. Scott. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I don't know. He but he uses those points because he was the one who went up there. Yeah. We're standing 300 feet below it. That's why he can't get that out of his mind. That's why he needs to create Ultron. Mm. That's why he's doing what he's doing. I mean, Iron like, Man 3, that was his whole thing. He was struggling with the PTSD of it. But you talk about arrogance. I don't think it is arrogance. I think it's to 
forward his point as to why he created Ultron. He's trying to make them understand, even though he does get impatient, like he doesn't want to take this to a committee, is what he calls that. So, I, I yeah. just love that. Something, something else to just solidify Clint as like a, a goat in this movie. Wanda's able to hijack everyone's brain. Clint, he's like, heck no. <laughs> I've, I'm done with mind yes. games. He's just got that... Uh, that I don't know. He's got the eyes on the back of his head. Got that dog in him, dude. right? But what do you guys you think of the coming? dream sequences before we go into scores? I remember all the theories on this. Remember all the theories that were coming out when this movie was like, oh, these are the these are the dreams for Endgame for I mean for Infinity War. And I mean they kind of are. Uh-huh. Thor has a dream about the Infinity Stones, and he I mean that's why he goes off to the Norn Cave and everything like that. I like him. I like the Steve one especially. But Steve was really good. Yeah, I really like that. that one. Uh, What's the- Haley Atwell is credited like in the closing credits. She for that little scene. Yeah, yeah. I heard those scenes were longer in the extended cut, especially the Asgardian scene. Apparently, Loki was supposed to be in there too. So speaking yeah, no of Loki. things of uh, unexplained nature, was the Bifrost destroyed in Dark World? I thought it no, was. No, it was destroyed in the first Thor. Yeah. yeah. How was he able to use it at the end? Because that was, he said, all right, this is unexplainable. Ready? And then he, this guy has no respect for, uh, respect long, for care. long care. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't the Bifrost handicapped in some way? Where? No. It's, oh, okay. I mean, they got destroyed. I yeah, think they I just thought, say they rebuilt it okay. in Dark World. Okay. It got destroyed in Dark World? I no, it, it got was, destroyed oh, in yeah, Dark yeah. yeah. Okay. I understand. Okay. A little bit of confusion here. We tied it all up, though. <laughs> Trying to keep it straight here on this podcast. And this is where we keep it the most straight here, because this is our score time, all right? This is where we put it into our ranking. But, but first, before we do, we need to reference a couple of lists. We can't look at our ranking. We have to look at... Uh, Some at, trash at, rankings the, first. The definitive right. ranking. So, Hollywood Reporter, you know it, you hate it, I love it. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> top 70 Marvel movies of all time. That ranked them. This one's, this one's low. Yeah, Guaranteed, this is low. You guys think it's low? Way Ethan, low. Ethan, where's it at? Uh, Above or below last week's Big Hero 6? Oh, well, Big Hero 6, I think, was at 17. You know what? Now that you're saying this, I remember. You said Age of Ultron's at 15. You said no that, didn't you? No way. 16. 16. Yeah. They got this high. Big Hero 6. They got this movie high. Age of Ultron, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Then Civil War. Then into the Spider-Verse. Oh. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> Dude, that's why we reference this thing. I can't so believe trash. out of 70 movies, this one's at 16. It's I can good. See that. It ain't this good, though. It is not this good. I can see it up there. Uh, I can name 20 other movies better than this one. Can you name 32 other movies? Because uh, the internet, yeah. the internet Honestly, puts this at uh, 32nd place. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critic is uh, 76, audience is an 82, okay. Metacritic is a 66, user mm. is a 7.1, IMDb is a 7.3, and Letterbox out of 5 is a 3.1, with an average of 71%. Okay, so 7.1. That's what the internet gives it. That's right. But we all know, of course, that they don't matter. It's what we give it that really matters. So, I'm going to shoot this one. To Micah first. Ooh. Micah, what's it gonna be, bro? What do you give an Age of Ultron? For me, this movie was a matter of is this better or worse than the Avengers? 
That was what I first was gauging this on. Okay. And I don't know if you guys remember, but when I watched the Avengers, you were little, I was you were way too critical. I wasn't. I wasn't like. <laughs> this isn't a ten out of ten movie. It's pretty like there was there were some bland things pretty about amazing. it. Amazing. Whatever. And <laughs> so personally, if you, put, I think that the elements that this movie does differently than the Avengers makes it a better movie in my opinion mm. the drama the character elements the way that it actually changes the characters after this movie it's not just oh we're Whoa. a better team now no no now it's a better we're better people Who's now it's changed like, iron man why ben said it earlier he says that this is the reason why iron man takes his side because he needs a suit of armor but do you get that at the end of, of this movie or do you get that in the next movie sure Sure, sure. That doesn't answer what I asked. I don't know. Okay, no, no, no keep okay, going. Listen. I don't want to interrupt your point. Keep going, Micah. Yeah, keep going. This movie has, I think, no, I know. <laughs> All right, that's kind of... <laughs> for me, it, it, it does fight scenes better. It doesn't have the uh, fluidity that the Avengers had, but I think that it's a much more entertaining watch than the Avengers is. I think that because the villain is much more fleshed out, Okay, it's not Loki, but it's Ultron. And Ultron is the entire villain. And the Avengers, Loki is only a little bit of the villain. Then there's all these other little Chitauri dudes that don't matter. But when Ultron is all of the villain, you know, all of me against all of you, that makes it that much more menacing. With the threat of the world, all right, we're raising up the stakes a little bit, right? We've got the introduction of all these different characters. We've got Vision, one of my favorite characters of all time. We've got Wanda, one of the greatest characters, one of the most powerful MCU characters of all time. We get to see her beginnings. Everyone loves an origin story, right? This is the origin of Wanda. But, this is the origin uh, of Ralph Bo uh, 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 Quicksilver. <laughs> yeah, there's so many great elements to this movie that just make it awesome. I love the Clint stuff. I love... Uh, I love the... Uh, Alright, the Clint stuff, really great. <laughs> what were you about to say, bro? I almost said the Nat stuff. There's some great stuff in Nat, but not... it. Does, that's that's one of my critiques. Nat's not quite there for me. Uh, I love the, the Bruce versus... Or the, the Hulk versus Iron Man stuff. It's great. I love how he flattens the city. We don't get to see that in the MCU. <laughs> we get to see so many great things, and that's why I'm giving this... A 9.3. Holy crap! 9.3? What a hot take! 9.3. Right out of the I gates. saw your letterbox. Oh, whoa. Your letterbox. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> Tell us your review. Yeah, I you saw, saw your letterbox score before we did this. Oh, and I, not uh, quite a 5 out of 5 on letterbox. I knew that I had uh, some work to do, and I didn't do it. I didn't bring your score down. 9.3. Wow. All right, listen. The CGI doesn't take it out for me. The Nat stuff, okay, that may be one of my biggest critiques, but it doesn't, it doesn't like destroy the movie for me. Sure, it's, it's a series of movies. This is the middle child, the one that isn't quite the ending, isn't the beginning, but it's the beginning for quite a few things. Wakanda, whatever, all that stuff. It doesn't resolve everything. That's why it's not a ten. Minor complaint for me. Okay. All right. All right. So what? Is your highest movie so far, Micah? Spider-Man 2, 9.5. Which is at a 9.5. And this was a 9.3. Winter Soldier, 9.4 for me. So okay. this So is, this is your favorite MCU movie other than Winter Soldier? Other than the Winter Soldier, yes. 
Wow. For me, more it than goes, Guardians one. More than uh, what did I put Guardians one? I I wasn't as fun on Guardians one. This I had this the time. same thought. Like Guardians one on is good rewatch, but yes. it's very it, like the Avengers. I think it's very basic in the characters. Okay, listen, like yeah, it's showing these characters. Listen, man. It's great. I can't wait to see what they do in the future. This is why we do this ranking. Because Iron Man 1, 9. I gave it a 9.2. I love this. I love this. This is good stuff. The man. Avengers, I gave an 8.8. .8. All right. 9.3 out there. For the Avengers, this is Micah's favorite so far Avengers movie. So this is a extremely hot take, but a take I respect. I was not expecting this because no. people uh, like the Dark World. They say, all right, so down, down at the bottom, we got the Dark World for the worst MCU movie, and we got... Yeah. The we got Age of Ultron as the worst Avengers movie, and sure, I can see that. I can see that it doesn't live up to the like it doesn't have the firstness that the Avengers has, right? But right. it has so much more than the Avengers. Okay, that listen, that's, that's a hot saying. take, man. But listen, this is your opinion, so we're gonna aggregate this score here and I just hope that Ethan doesn't lower his score to accommodate no 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 no, no. I'm, I'm, my score my Micah. score has been the same since I walked into this room it's not changing just because Micah went a Classic little Ethan little, 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 little score no I didn't lower my score <laughs> I feel like this is gonna be the lowest one out of uh, all five out of ten for me. oh <laughs> no oh, yeah uh, my score yeah so like Micah said it does a lot more than the first Avengers movie you know it tries to go bigger than the first Avengers movie but, I mean, more isn't always better. They do way too much in this movie. And not that I hate this movie. I don't. I enjoy this movie a lot. A lot of what they set up does get resolved later down the line. But in this movie, you were saying that a lot of these arcs are closed. Not really. It's kind of a stepping stone. It's like this movie gets us to the next movies. And, yeah, it's cool. But also, it doesn't really... It sets up a lot, but it... it it's Josh Whedon throwing a ton into this movie. Like Ben said, there's like a three-something-hour cut of this. It feels like that. The pacing is very off. The character moments, I think while there are some, they're very rare. And the biggest point, Ben said it best, the Transformers-esque, the fighting, is just, especially, like, you really like the Hulkbuster scene? I'm like, three minutes of that, I'm kind of done with it. I'm like, okay, punchy punch, that's cool. I don't need any more of that. I, I'm i a character guy. I'm always like, I love the people under the mask, under the hero. So I like the Tony stuff a lot. I do. I like how Ultron is his dream of what he wants to fight for, how he wants that to solve the problems and then not need a team. And then kind of Vision, he's like, oh, well, let's just try again with Vision. I like that stuff. Uh, and I'm being a little like harsher than I wanted to be on this movie. But I really do like this movie. It's fun. It's a good, fun step. But my main thing is, like, it's not better than the first one. First one is so good. Every scene is intentional. Every scene feels like this is a part of a fantastic film. This movie is good, but it's not It's not the magic that that first one is. So I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? Yeah. Okay. Magic's just another word for nostalgia. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Hey, listen. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold Definitely on. Hold on, not. Hold on, though. Nostalgia is such an important factor in how I personally rate movies. Like, if you have nostalgia for something, that does affect. Mm -hmm. the That's reason, why my Spider-Man Two scores. The reason I high. have Avengers, like the reason not Avengers, the reason I have Revenge of the Sith as one of my favorite movies of all time, 
a lot of that is nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But to me, who has this unique experience with this movie, that is, you can't take that away from someone. Yeah. It's so integral and so important to that. You can't so, take that away from me. Like, I, I almost criticize people when they say, oh, it's just nostalgia talking. You're going to hate on the experience that I personally had with this movie that you didn't? Like, I don't know. I... I'm not hating. I'm, I'm not saying you're. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that you're doing that. Don't take that as that. I, I'm really not. But, but I'm my, also talking my, to. Yeah, people my thing on the with the, the first Avengers. Every time yeah. I rewatch it, I love that movie more than I did last time. I don't get that with this. Yeah, and, so, and that's fair. Yeah, two different experiences. Absolutely. Eight's still a great score. This was like so, my. I would say my first time watching. Maybe next time it won't be so hot. We'll see. We'll see. That could be. If what, let, pause well, the podcast. We, we're going to go watch it again right now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there, <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. So we have a 9.3 and an 8. Okay. So, like I said at the beginning, this really succeeds at being a day in the life of the Avengers. This is the Avengers in their prime. You see all of the characters' almost best moments and some of their worst, but you get the Avengers at their top tier strength. The Avengers has never been bigger. I'll say Infinity War. No, no, no. As a team, as a whole unit... This is where they are the most united, the biggest, the strongest, where they all come together. You have that scene of Thor, Iron Man, and Vision all blasting Ultron right there. So sick. Really great scene. And it's just, it's a really nice movie that only happens once. Because right after this, you get them breaking up. Yeah. In Infinity War and Endgame, you kind of, and in, at the end of Endgame, you kind of have them all together. But that's just at the end. It doesn't happen again. This is a day in the life of the Avengers. And you can't take that away from this movie. I love that about this movie. I also really like... All, a lot of the fight scenes. Now, there is too much of them. That is an issue with this movie. The pacing is the worst issue of this movie. And that's where I knock a lot of the points off. Because there are times where I'm like, alright, okay. Uh, I'm getting a little bored of this. We gotta pick up the pace here. So, there is a little bit of that. So, you have to take that into effect. But, again, it, you just... Ranking an Avengers movie like this, a movie like this low, you just can't do it because at the end of the day, it is a great movie with characters that I love so, so much. Is it as good as the first for me? Not particularly, but it's still really, really good. So for me, I'm giving this also an 8. I'm also giving this movie an 8. I like it. All right. So, So first, before the score is revealed, uh, MCU ranking. Ben, where would you throw this in your MCU ranking as of right now? As me personally, in I, uh, in our marathon, yeah. Where's Where's this fall? In our marathon, this wow. falls because I have it here. I always keep. I keep this track is our, of my personal one. Which number MCU movie is this for us? This is thirty seven. Thirty seventh in the marathon. Yeah, thirty seven. Wow. Wow. Holy cow! As far as MCU, um, we had Iron Man. We had Incredible yeah. Hulk. So for me, this falls at number eleven for my personal in your Marvel all time. Ranking. Yes. How all about time right now, where we are in our marathon? Do you have where that we list? are in our marathon? That's what I just gave 11. you at eleven. Okay. MC. I have a different MCU list. I have I have tons of lists on here, but where we are right now, all thirty-seven movies. I actually have thirty-eight for some reason on here. Not sure why that is. You probably put Thomas Jane Punisher twice. Oh, I probably did. <laughs> it was just so good. Uh, you had to put it twice, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this is just below Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a tad better than this one, but I think both of those movies are eights. So, 
yeah, it falls 11 for me personally. What about, uh, yeah, you, you got a couple eights on there, Ben. Yeah, there's quite a few. <laughs> Thomas Jane Punisher, one of them. It Absolutely is. it is. <laughs> Absolutely it is. All right, so, Ethan, with your score of 8. Ben, with your score of 8. Me, with my score of 9.3. It gives us an average of 8.4 out of 10. 8.4. Which, uh, I, I do want to add real quick that my average... Uh, score our, our average scores. I, I like to keep track on those. Mine's at a six point nine right now. Nice. nice. Uh, ben, yours is a six six point seven five, and Ethan, you're at a six point four. Still holding R- up the back of the pack. Up the rear. Yeah, okay. holding up the rear. Okay. Yeah. Our average score is a six point six nine. Nice. Okay. Nice. Very yeah. good. I like that. Yeah, but our uh, eight point four three. If you guys don't remember, uh, Captain America: The First Avenger was an eight point four. Uh, an eight point three. Oh. Okay, 8.3. And then Iron Man 3 was an 8.46. So that firmly places Age of Ultron in our top 10, kicking out Spider-Man out of the top 10. Wow. Yep, that's right. The that's right. Raimi Spider-Man. Next up on the oh, chopping yeah, block is fine. Thor. Wow. So wait, this so this movie is number 10? Eighth place. Eighth place. Eighth place, See, guys. the top 10 briefly. Top Micah. 10, we got... Winter Soldier, number one, 9.8. The Avengers, number two, 9.4. Days of Future Past, number three, 9.1. Spider-Man 2, number four, 8.9. Guardians of the Galaxy, number five, 8.8. Iron Man 6, 8.8. Iron Man 3, 7, 8.46. Age of Ultron, 8, 8.43. First Avenger, 9, 8.3. Mm. And Thor, 10, 8.2. Okay. So Captain America, the first Avenger, is gone? Is that what you said? That's right. That's right. Dang it. Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, no, no. Spider-Man is gone. Captain America, first Avenger is 8. No, no. First Avenger is 9. First Avenger is 9. Okay, okay. Age of Ultron is 8. Got it. Okay. Thor's 10. Thor is 10. Thor is next. That's And that also means that Iron Man 2 is kicked out of the top 20. Although, I will say this. The next movie we have... Who knows where that could end up? Ooh, I have never seen this movie. What never do we got? once. What do we got, Micah? Ant Man, 2015's Ant Man, featuring Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul yeah. Rudd. Wow. I've never. You guys, you guys have seen this movie? Yeah, right? oh, yeah, of course. I've seen the sequels. I've seen Civil War. I've seen Endgame. I've seen all the other stuff. I just haven't seen this one. This is one of the few Marvel. And I love the other Ant Man Marvel stuff. movies. I distinctly remember sitting down and watching with my dad. My dad loved it. Ooh. So it's. Or loved it might be a loose word. I don't know if he goes, but yeah, Ant Man. Can't wait to see the origins of Modok. <laughs> you 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 will get Actually, to see that. You do totally. get to see that. Yeah, I forgot oh, nice. about that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's next week. But this is number eight. You said number eight. Number eight for Age of Ultron. I and, uh, like that. Next week we'll be rounding out phase two, yeah. so we'll be able to see our end of phase two stuff. That's right. Uh, we'll get to see the start of a new trilogy of the Ant-Man. Uh, but after that, we still have a couple more in our in our full Marvel watch-through phase two. We've still got Ant-Man, Fantastic, or Fan4Stick, and then Deadpool. And that'll round out our, our phase two. Deadpool. Deadpool is part of our phase two. Deadpool. That's right. That's coming That's up in right. three That's movies, guys. Wow. Okay, I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Okay. There it is. I've got Fan Four Stick in 4K. You guys want to come over? I think we should do that for Fan Four Stick. That'll happen totally. Yeah, big money on that. I think that needs <laughs> to happen. Fifteen bucks. Uh, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm actually like dreading that experience. I. 
remember hating this movie Never when I started it. it. So that's going to be a fun watch through. So thank you guys for sticking around. Really appreciate it. Watching for Avengers Age of Ultron. For those of you who have stuck around this long, thank you. Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah, thank you. That's awesome. But also leave your score of Avengers Age of Ultron and, down uh, below. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Do that. That'd be great. That would be hype. Man. Follow me on Letterboxd at Micah Hatt. We always too. clown on him for that, but he has the most followers out of the What do you, what do you got now, Micah? 16. 16. Okay. Let's make it 17, boys. Okay. Good job. You're a beast. Wow. I think I have like, I think I have like three. I don't really care. I just... I, I had a lot of film friends in high school. I was in theater, so... Ooh, okay. Yeah, I, I've got a That's fun. short film director who lives in Chicago. He yeah. follows me on Letterboxd. Oh, 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 cool. oh, oh, oh. Whatever. Take yourself on the back there. <laughs> All right, folks. Let's finish this up. This has been Rayside. I am Iron Man. Whoa. And I... <laughs> I'm Mike Hat. <laughs> and we all hope you have an absolutely <laughs> fantastic day.